my gosh. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Having a Gab. So this time I'm doing a solo episode and it's not art history focused, so shock horror. I kind of put it up on the gram sort of asking for ideas on what I should discuss in my first real solo episode. And one of the suggestions was The Social Dilemma, which is a documentary on Netflix. And I love this idea because I feel like it intercepts so much with what I do for work. And my perspective on that would be I mean, at least in my own opinion, kind of interesting as uh, somebody who relies on on this social algorithm that we have to make a living and and do what I do and express myself creatively. It's sort of a double-edged sword as well, and, and that's an interesting concept that comes up in the documentary and something I'll discuss, you know, moving forward in this pod. So I had already seen it before I got this request, so it was kind of, you know, perfect as I had been talking about it, sort of ad nauseum with anyone who would listen. So it's literally the perf- perfect, you know, first episode and first, first topic, rather. So in a snapshot, for those who haven't seen it, The Social Dilemma basically follows former and current founders, engineers and the like for social media apps and sites such as Facebook, Google and Instagram, etc. As they discuss the algorithm and how these social media giants have grown from inception to what they currently operate, you know, now, operate now as under this, this late capitalist society we live in. Basically, uh, in a nutshell, it, it operates as a giant marketing tool niched for every single one of us, very specifically. Now, uh, this is both good and bad, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so, dude, you know, the, the documentary was frightening, but also, for me at least, not all that much of a shock. I already knew how the algorithm worked, albeit not, not to the extent that it did. I, I didn't realize just how perverse it was, but I knew they worked as a tailored marketing tool to sort of simplify it. Uh, it is kind of more the aftershocks of such a system that were that were most startling to me. You know, especially when you consider that young children are involved in this algorithm and, have, and the younger generations have grown up entirely with it. I didn't grow up with it. I had a flip phone and a slide phone well up until year 11, which is the final two years, 11 and 12 are the final two years in Australia for education in, in high school. I didn't get an iPhone till, till year 12. Uh, and, and even then, Instagram was at its very early inception. So I sort of saw the rise of this stuff as I grew up as an adult, as a young adult, whereas we have kids today who are, who are adolescents, prepubescent, haven't got the, the brain capacity to fully comprehend what's going on and, and deviate the meta-language or the visual literacy that's being presented on the daily in, in, in mass amounts. It's mass consumption of this, this mass social media. I teach visual literacy in English to high school students, or I did, and it was one of the things I emphasized so, so much was that it's so important for kids for adults, for everyone to have visual literacy skills so that you can at least at some level have a bit of skepticism when it comes to what's presented to you online and in these apps and, and, and even from people that, you know, seemingly normal people you follow on Instagram, influencers living their quote-unquote normal lives. Well, you know, these people all fall into this system again of giant marketing tools. A lot of what I do on Instagram falls within marketing and I've had to try and make more ethical choices early on I, I didn't so much think about it but as I as I kind of grew to understand the way it worked more and, and how my role in it or what my role in it and how it played out I was like oh you know I kind of want to align myself I guess if I'm doing this with things I truly believe in and not just selling things or marketing things because it was providing a paycheck again like if ethics come into it for you you're not really banking on that paycheck as much as you could be but 
it's, it's up to the individual. And I felt if I'm playing a role in this, it's something that I needed to be conscious of. This visual literacy is so important. So you, otherwise, you can't read between the lines. I mean, a lot of adults can't. How can we expect children to? And as we see in the documentary, it kind of snowballs into its, its detrimental effects on mental health, on, on self-esteem, on perception, on, on all of these things. And again, it again files into addiction like any other. If, if you're consuming this, especially like I was saying, these younger kids, it, it's such a normal part of their life that, that not having social media, not having these apps, these, this phone attached to your hand at all times is kind of unheard of. They don't know anything else. That is the new normal. And so if this is the new normal, is it not the onus on us to make sure that this normal is not detrimental? It's an addiction, like any other. Uh, you know, I, one of the most profound parts of the documentary for me, at least in my own opinion, was that none of the engineers let their children use any kind of social media. It says it all, really. The people who created it won't even let their own kids use it. You know, the algorithm is designed by humans, and humans are imperfect. So a system designed by humans can't inherently be perfect either. It's a flawed system manufactured by flawed individuals. It lacks the human oversight in its minutiae, which is sort of demonstrated in the documentary, can lead to vulnerable, young, or even really, you know, or anyone really falling into a rabbit hole of potent one-sided politics, beliefs, etc. And, you know, we look at the election surprise, for example, at least it was a surprise for me. And when I say election, I'm speaking both about Australia and in America. People were like, how did this happen? How did the Liberal government in Australia get back in? How did Trump get, get in? You know, we didn't see this coming. Well, we didn't. Maybe I didn't. Maybe my friends didn't. Maybe my bubble didn't. But other people did. Their algorithm perpetuated it. They saw it coming. It perpetuates a bubble of ignorance. And when we exist within this bubble, and and that's all we begin to know, believe, and see, it's a very, very one-sided view of the world that we're seeing, something that's tailored to us specifically, which isn't healthy. I have to actively seek out unbiased media and, and, and seek out a variety of media. Otherwise, the algorithm which is tailored to give me what I want gives me what I want within my own beliefs, which is dangerous. It's important that we have a more well-rounded, diluted, colorful view of the world that we're living in because the world that we're living in is all of those things it isn't one-sided so it's such a it's such a a difficult kind of thing to fully wrap your head around it's and it, it falls back into that that concept of of lack of human oversight in that its job is to do one thing to sell us things right that's that's what it ultimately wants to do market us things that we will buy we're in a capitalist society. Money makes the world go round in this, you know, in, in in our world. But when that intercepts with politics, and obviously, social media isn't just <laughs> purchasing media. Not not at least for us. Social media intercepts with everything. It's another world, another replication of the world we live in, with louder voices, more open opinions, and and the like. When that kind of algorithm intercepts with the other aspects of society it creates a scary trend and i think accountability needs to be taken for that but how do we do it that's the real question it's like i don't have the answer it needs more human oversight it needs it needs to be reformed essentially we're in the we're seeing the early stages of this kind of maybe not even the early stages we're seeing the later stages of of 
the impacts and the implications of this kind of algorithm and this kind of design around social media and, and, and the effects of capitalism on us, if this isn't reformed now, if we don't make a change to it now, what kind of future are we looking at if it can only get worse from here? We can't expect to inform the, the, the masses on the effects of this social media, so therefore it is the job you know, of those who've created it to break it up, to split it up. I am not naive enough to believe that we should dismantle capitalism entirely. It's not that simple. I mean, it would be ideal, but it's not that simple. And at least in the short term, at least to, to prevent further damage or, or even an, an utter catastrophe, the least that can be done, I suppose, in my opinion, is, is to separate it, to find a way that this algorithm can tailor for us in buying needs, but not tailor for us in our own biases. Anyway, that's just my thoughts. I mean, personally speaking, I think that when I have my own children, I'm going to allow them to have social media. I'm going to allow them to engage with, with this world because it is our new normal. But I do think that there should be, you know, sort of an age. And how do you enforce that? Again, that's the thing. I, I say age 16 plus because at the same time, if you completely bar them from them, you're at risk of making that child the weird kid or isolating them in a whole other way, not letting them have, not letting them have it, not have it at all is not the answer. But maybe when there's a bit more maturity, a little bit more brain development, it's something that can be introduced to them and something they can have access to when they're able to deduce what is and what isn't right or, you know, I guess the onus would be on me as a parent to, to inform them of this. But can we expect the onus will be on every parent? That's the issue. That's why the, the change need to come, needs to come from, from the source. Anyway, what a spiel, what a rant. I've got so many more thoughts on this, but we'll see if I can get around to recording and adding more on. Thanks for listening to my, to my rant. Bye.